Hello, everybody. My name is Christine Ford. I am known as the Money Mermaid, um, and I'm here with my beautiful guest on my podcast today. Uh, this is Annalie, Annalie Linbo. Sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm messing up your name a little bit here. Um, and uh, I'm really excited to have her here. And what we're going to do is just gonna we're we're gonna have a really cool conversation on some of the things that she has come into this world to master from her soul's perspective and her soul's gifts and what she's here to share as a leader in the new earth. And so um, I'm really excited. This is an expanded conversations uh, portion of my podcast, Healing Words with Christine, where I interview beautiful guests who have all these um, amazing experiences and different things that brought them back to their souls and brought them back to their path and what they're here to do um, for the new earth consciousness as leaders in the new earth. So I'm very excited to have her here. And I'm just going to read a little bit about her uh, to give you guys an idea of what she, who she is and, and what she's doing on earth at this time. And then I'm going to let her take it away. So she uh, is a psychic, a healer, energy and embodiment specialist. She helps women activate their spiritual gifts with a down to earth approach and ancient divine feminine wisdom. So I'm going to leave that there and let her kind of go into a further detailed explanation about her personal and professional journey. And so whichever one you want to start on, Annalie, um, I'm I'm happy to uh, you know go there with you, and and we'll we'll just kind of flow with this. We are also going to go into um, how she helps others and becoming the new Earth celebrity and what that might mean for for somebody like her and somebody like you, maybe watching if you're resonating with this. So take it away, Annalie. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Uh, so to start start off uh, my personal and professional journey is kind of intertwined so starting off just as a kid uh, I just had this great great longing for some safe feeling of safety comfort and magic was always like my big longing I just needed magic in my life Mm -hmm. And uh, I just started searching for it at the time when I was uh, maybe eight, ten. And uh, when I was 14, I just started, you know, going to courses, trying to learn to meditate and all this. But I also just wanted to be a singer. That was my <laughs> dream. I wanted to be a pop singer. And if you ask me at the time, I just say I want to be a pop star. Mm -hmm. And people are, of course, laughing about this. But uh, that was just my goal. And I went for that. And through my 20s and 30s, I was working as a pop singer and a songwriter. And this ended up with, like, long story short, with being uh, having a lot of a few number one uh, chart hits, different places around Europe and outside of Europe, um, in different continents. And it was quite an adventure traveling around, uh, doing big concerts, playing for many people. And as I reached this point that I'd wanted to reach for so many years, it was, you know, totally crazy with the bodyguards and all these elaborate, fancy hotels, all this stuff. 
I finally, finally realized this is not for me. Mm -hmm. I just can't, uh, I'm not secure enough in myself. I had been working on myself. I didn't become a pop star, so-called pop star before I was in my thirties. So I'd been working with my personal development for many years. Mm -hmm. So I had like a consciousness about what was going on and that my ego was going mm -hmm. bananas. Having all these people wanting to be a, a, a part of the journey, connecting, crying when they just got to touch me or talk to me, um, playing for like 50,000 people and then going back to a huge empty hotel room. It was, that was the breaking point for me. The emptiness and the inauthenticity, inauthenticity in myself was just overwhelming so i i decided to stop um i was anxious when people were looking at me i i i felt that this career had turned more into more from like wanted to wanting to express something deep and being more drawn into what others think about me the appearance and it was you know, the pop industry. So there's a lot of focus on appearance. And I was just like this stiff person walking around trying to look good, but not ever feeling good enough. Mm -hmm. And um, it was just overwhelming. So without really knowing why, I just quit even after just releasing albums and having everything I ever dreamed of and I didn't know what was my next step I, I always just wanted to be a pop star I was now a pop star now I didn't want it anymore wow yeah so I went around a couple of months not knowing uh, what to do with my life mm -hmm. and suddenly that just uh, I met someone doing the Akashic Records readings I got a reading for my birthday from my brother and I was like what if this is possible this is amazing I got this reading about my soul my abilities where I came from uh, releasing all old blockages that were inhibiting me in my life and suddenly I just felt wow this is a whole new world this is the magic this is like actually magic on well the pop pop singing and writing music was magic for me but this was like even more magic so mm -hmm. I thought this is what I'm gonna do and I started doing that and and that's like 14 years ago and I've been doing that since so now I'm teaching the Akashic Records or just teaching healers and psychics uh, teaching women how to basically embody their divine feminine and these um, spiritual gifts that we all have, but most of us think that we don't have them because it's just so normal to not be in touch with them. We were used to it, we've grown up in a society where it's not a normal thing. Yeah. So people often ask me, do I have spiritual gifts? And I'm every time I'm like, of course you do. You have a soul, you have spiritual gifts. And I have been in pain for so many years not having access to my spiritual gifts. So I see it as my purpose to help as many as possible to 
get in touch with their gifts and there's no more satisfying thing in the world and now i feel like i'm really living living an even deeper purpose than i felt when i was making music which was also a lot of fun wow that's such a beautiful journey and it it really speaks to you know i i i know that a lot of healers and the the path of the healer typically is coming through a dark place and i've heard this quote before it was something along the lines of like heals or healers heal through darkness something like that uh, and and it was just like it's so true it's so true like that's what we do is we we heal through it and we also heal it itself because when we heal our own darkness we come into our, the awareness of our light and then our light becomes so bright and it draws others and others are like what is this like i don't understand what i'm feeling or what i'm seeing or what's going on here but for some reason i know that this person can help me or i know that this person has some healing thing that they do that would help me and i know personally i've like attracted people like that and i think we do get placed in you know chaotic environments and and you know uncomfortable environments and situations um to come into our light more rather than be defeated by the chaos and the external darkness um we have to meet our internal darkness and transform it back into light and essentially acknowledge it you know and and give it a, a voice it's usually an inner child or is a past life or it's you know an ancestral wound or whatever it is but I, i'm sure you've come across this in your work with people um in some way shape or form but um you know how what could you say to people who are like maybe in the midst of their darkness and they're not really sure what to do you know because they're maybe they know that they have an ability or they know that they're here for something more important than just being in this chaos and darkness you know we're as light workers we're scattered so we're not we don't congregate very often and there's a reason for that so what would you say to people who maybe are in the midst of that darkness and know that there's something greater for them on the other side oh, i love that question thank you <laughs> it was really touching uh, so i think you touched right on my the perfect my my life's purpose right there is well, it, I can feel it in a way when you ask this question. And I think what I would love to say is I think what we mostly have access to in the spiritual community or when we start opening up is there's some, some key, really key uh, um, points that are not very um out there mm -hmm. we can we often don't know this because it's part of the divine feminine feminine opening up and a lot of the keys that we have access to are more like um more part of a masculine spiritual culture maybe we could call it that we could call it a lot of things but what i have i focus on when helping people activate their spiritual gifts and this is something that's working like every time this is balancing out making sure that you are doing the embodiment mm. so you're embodying your gifts many people when they want to start opening up to their gifts they practice these higher so-called higher uh, chakras 
opening yep. of the third eye and so on. And the problem is trying to open your third eye is that we have maybe for many previous lives been 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 um, tra training these um, higher chakras and this is not the time right now to keep on doing that unless we also have access to the body and the heart so there are three major components in activating spiritual gifts and it's the body the heart and the head mm. and when the main focus is just on the head and it's it's also in our daily lives the way we're conditioned in our society is a lot around the head uh, you know logic practical stuff all this we're in our thoughts so much so mm -hmm. there's too much access on the head generally so the feminine path is about embodying who you truly are and i know you also very much into this and i love that and we connected a lot about this uh, yeah. when we were talking um about embodying it and remembering the body that is actually the tool to have access to these gifts so if we don't have access to the body if we're not conscious and present in the body we're not going to have access to these gifts oh, so true it's so true and i i definitely can speak with like to that experience of being very out of my body like i would astral travel I talked to spirits as a child, like I had all this stuff come online when I was very, very young. So for me, it was just normal to just be checked out of reality. <laughs> and that's essentially what happens with people um, when they're brought into their spiritual gifts early, or they go the opposite way where they learn the spiritual gifts first, and then they learn how to be a human later. Um, you know, like in my case, but in other people's case, it's like, they're in their body or they're in their head and they're not really connected to their body or they're not really connected to their spiritual gifts either. They're just mental, right? They're mentally driven and stuff like that, which is great. It's a good skill to have, but it's not everything. Just like the spiritual gifts aren't everything. Just like the body isn't everything. Like they all work together. The heart has to come in. The The mind has to come in. The body has to come in. The psychic gifts have to come in. Like it's all the holistic being being embodied as one it's like you're all of these things you're multi-dimensional like don't try to like play off that you're only one thing you're never just one thing if we were just one thing labels would make sense but they don't <laughs> it's so true yeah wow so i think you know what what i'm getting um is that you know if somebody is going through a dark time it's like how can you love on yourself more how can you kind of come back into your heart more and how can you love on your body more and how can you listen to your body's wisdom hmm. and uh, it sounds like that's kind of the process that you're you're teaching in a lot of ways when you help people to activate their gifts to basically honor their heart and honor their body's wisdom as well. Cause the, I know the heart has its own brain, right? Exactly. And it's the tuning in to every single person whose journey is different and, mm. and the, the needs that are there that have not been met where there's something been closed down and meeting that in them in that place. But that's one thing. But the other thing is that there is this, just this universal rule that we need to have access to the body, the heart and the head. And we can, we can, uh, it's me tuning in to the student or it's 
yourself, tuning into yourself, where am I not allowing myself to have access? And we know that we don't have access to the body, for example, it, it, this, having access to this the center of the physical. Um, if we are a lot of it in our heads, if we if we have difficulty actually feeling our body, a lot of people mm -hmm. have difficulty when I do these body uh, embodiment meditations with people. Many have this. I can't even feel my body unless I'm doing like this. Yeah, and it's uh, resistance to moving. For example, uh, something we a tool that we use is often um, dancing, intuitive dancing from the inside out, not dancing from what the head thinks is pretty mm. sexy or nice but just moving from the yeah. inside out so there would often be some sort of resistance to that also mm. not always but often like some judgment this this looks crazy this is too sexy this is too something a lot of thoughts of how i should move mm. and if we don't have access to the heart like typical signs is that or if we have limited access to the heart we all, all have access to everything but um that is that we're becoming very quick we're very efficient um we lack access to softness and deep connection with others and to ourselves we speak quickly i know i notice what, how i'm speaking then then when i notice that i'm speaking very fast i stop take a deep breath mm. and i speak more slowly because that you can't have access to the heart without being slow wow wow i love that that's so like that's so deep and i love that you're able to articulate this. I mean, as you were speaking, I was like, am I in my heart? <laughs> and I'm asking myself, right? And it's so beautiful. It's such a good sort of pause, like pause, especially when we're speaking with others. You know, um, I definitely can re relate to times where I've not been in my heart. And I'm like, why, why does it feel so funky between me and this other person, me and this family member or whatever, right? And, and then I, it's like, I, I talked to a healer that I worked with and, and she'd say like, well, you're not in your heart when you're saying these things. So it's coming off as really harsh. Mm -hmm. So you can speak truth to them, but it's coming out of your head. It's not coming from a place of love and compassion and from the higher heart. Yeah. So that's why they're taking it the wrong way. Yeah. And it's like, oh, now I get it. Okay. Can I align my heart with this person? Yes. Okay. Let's do that. And then it's like, it's, it's so much more powerful and people feel loved when they hear truth coming from a heart place rather than a head place. And they also feel like it applies to them. Like you understand me and you love me and you're sharing this with me because you, you are, you are sharing love with me. You're not telling it to me to like, preach or to be to be validated or to you know for whatever ego reasons that you might have because you can feel it coming from love instead of from mental wow i love that i love the way you say that and mm -hmm. it reminds me you know 
um, other people's reactions are a really good key also to notice if I'm ha having access to my heart as we're communicating, because we can actually say a lot of stuff to people. If we're coming from the heart, they're going to feel safe. Yeah. And they have a reaction anyway, because they might have, if we're very being very candid, um, but still, you know, a safe place. Mm -hmm. If they have a reaction to it, we're not going to be personally affected by it. Well, we're not going to be having, we're not going to be having a reaction to their reaction. It's more just like a place of compassion for their reaction. Yes, we can hold space for them more easily when we're in our hearts. And I yeah. think people want to feel like they matter enough for us to hold space for them and where they're at in that moment. You know, like that's not to be a doormat. It's not to kind of take it into an extreme direction, but it's definitely a balance of kind of figuring out like, I want to hold space and I'll hold, hold love for this person right now as I'm speaking to them. Yeah. And I want to do it authentically, but I'm also not going to be, um, you know, I'm not going to let a boundary be violated here either. So, so it's a balancing act, I think. Yes. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> when we're speaking about it now, I'm thinking it's like an art form, actually, you know. It is. It's like this pure communication that happens when only when you're in your heart and in your awareness of like your own light and like your own human needs as well like what is my human need right now and how can I give it to myself without needing it from an external source but also respecting the me that's inside that you know I guess I think of the inner child as like I I I came here to guard my safe or safeguard my inner child and make sure that they're happy this this part of me is okay feels safe feels loved feels supported feels appreciated but like I don't need to put that on other people I can put that give that job to my own inner parent to do that and and then I can navigate my experiences and my conversations in such a way that it honors that part as well as it honors the other soul that I'm con connecting with yeah wow <laughs> I love this. I just loving this conversation. Um, I was I was going to ask you, um, I know we're kind of want to explore some other directions if like you're open to it, because I think that's just such a beautiful, um, you know, thing to leave people with, at least for this part of the conversation. You know, it's like, are you in your heart when you're communicating? Mm. Are you, you know, are you are you in your heart when you're connecting I, I I don't know I I feel like that's the most important thing in my opinion I think the world needs more of that than anything else right now and yeah. so it feels like we're going through heart upgrades too I just kind of got that message a little bit ago like everyone, everyone's going through a massive heart upgrade so just FYI <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, so okay, yeah it's like the spirit just talking to me as I'm like talking and it's like that's that's my daily life <laughs> oh yeah yeah I know that's probably you too you probably have it in some other way where like spirit is constantly talking to you like in some way or showing you things that all in so certain ways it's it's such a 
trip to explain it to people who don't live like this. I forget. I forget. I did. I. I'm. I'm kind of in the zone where I'm thinking everybody's the same way as me, and I sometimes, you know, wake up when I'm speaking about it, and like they know what I'm talking about, and I can see this. Um... <laughs> it's like it's like when you're doing psychic surgery on somebody. Or like like an an angel surgery. I don't know if you've done psychic surgery on people. I have because I've been asked to by the souls of the people I've worked on in some cases. And like, I it's like it's like when I'm working with another intuitive or psychic, they're like, "Oh, I see what you're doing." I'm like, "Yeah, see that? I'm putting yeah. that there." And they're like, "Yeah, I see what you're doing there, and yeah. that's going to make this." <laughs> like to explain that to an average person, like they're what? What? Yeah. Some of the conversations I've been having, I like a laugh about it, being a fly on the wall for somebody else in this room. What we're speaking about is just sometimes, if you look at look at it from the outside. Oh, it's so funny. I think we just have to not take that too seriously. What you know, because it's like we're having our own experience and we're here for it, and it's it's purposeful and it's divine. So we'll just keep going. <laughs> Yeah, why not? Let's go. Let's keep going. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I'm sorry. I went off topic there, but I just, I just, I get sometimes these flashes of self-awareness, like, wait a second, this is like, this is, this is next level stuff. Like, this isn't yeah. something that everyone's just doing and it's a normal thing. <laughs> um, But I did want to get into the, the new earth celebrity. So I've been getting downloads of the, the new earth celebrity for probably about a year and a half now. Uh, I started getting downloads about New Earth wealth codes two or three years ago, and now I've been getting the New Earth celebrity. And so the New Earth celebrity, from my understanding, or at least the way that, you know, because I'll travel forward in time and I'll see like, okay, what happens 300 years from now? Like, what does this code mean? And so the, I'll get visions of the future from a higher timeline, because there's multiple futures, of course, there's different timelines available. But I, I always try to focus on the highest timeline, because if I go with the highest timeline on this for humanity, what does it look like? What's the outcome look like, right? Exciting. It's wow. fun. It's, it's trippy, but it's, it's fun. Anyway, so I went to the future one time. And <laughs> um I got like, I went to this library, and like, I pulled out all these books. And it was like, akashic records of the past from few 300 years in the future so i was getting like this is where we're going and so i would get kind of information and codes of where we're going from like 300 years in the future based on that future's past if that makes sense and so one of the things that came through was the new earth celebrity and that was um this notion of like being the authentic embodying and being the authentic self the transparent soul self, um, fully embodied human. So like, yes, you are connected to your human. You are connected to your heart. You are connected to your head. You are connected to your gifts and your higher self. Um, you're connected to the earth as well, because the earth is huge components. It's not just heaven. It's definitely earth too. Um, and it feels like what I was getting in a lot of cases was that you show up as this sort of empowered being and I know that sounds so simple but it's really not especially if based on what you shared about your experience being uh, a celebrity in the old earth or in the old world if you will or if you want to call yourself that pop star right somebody who's well known somebody who's influential somebody who's 
known by maybe mil millions or hundreds of millions of people. And so the these codes, they they come online for people who are actually meant to embody that new earth celebrity. And it's not about, again, it's not about the physical appearance so much. It's not about what you're doing or not doing. It's about integrity and it's about authenticity and it's about doing that in spite of what every other ego is saying. Because I think the older celebrity is about the ego and the newer celebrity is about the soul. Mm -hmm. And so the soul is saying like, no, like I'm going to show up and I'm going to impact these, this large number of people, because I came here to do that. It's important for me to do that in some capacity. So some people will do it through books. Some people will do it through um, acting. Some people will do it through singing. Some, some people will do it through art, uh, whatever it is, or even just speaking like public speaking, for example, is, is huge, right? That can be definitely a form of celebrity, right? Um, there are people we know, you know, who are kind of in the top tier. Now, are those people always going to be in the top tier? And, you know, what does it look like for the new earth souls to like embody that those souls that typically have hidden themselves and have kind of been like hiding either behind their own ego or hiding in the background because they don't want to be seen because they don't want to be targeted or whatever, right? So there's like a lot of those issues that come up with with the new earth celebrity. And when I see those codes in people, it's like I'm I'm typically having to clear a lot of issues around that. And it is about showing the heart. It is about being, um, you know, speaking from the heart and speaking from the soul and speaking from, you know, in that higher way that isn't connected to the lower self per se. Like I think the lower self will probably fade away at some point not the human body because that's not the same thing the human body will always be here it will change transform all of that stuff but the um the lower self is like the attachments the expectations like here i need this to happen in order to feel this way those kind of, that's what i mean by the lower self so if you could think about ever being like in that sort of spotlight but if you did it from this sort of newer celebrity energy um like, what do you think that would be like for you? Like, how do you think that would play out? Or could you imagine that? Um, does Has that occurred to you before? Mm. I can imagine that actually. Um, many years after I had this experience in the pop industry, I kept a lot to myself. I realized I was much too sensitive and my ego was just uh, out of control. So, I kept to myself and it took years before I was actually feeling brave enough and ready to become visible with my new vulnerable, more authentic self because I was not being authentic uh, as a pop singer. I started out wanting to be, but celeb being a celebrity is really challenging. Mm -hmm. All your skeletons come out of your closet so to speak for yourself you know all your egos um the lower self as you say these wanting to be like this or this or this we all have these things and be becoming a celebrity is just like taking a microscope or like something that just um, enlarges these things just times so many so mm -hmm. if you are 
if you have the ability to keep them down low when you're just leading a quiet life, you can't do that anymore. When you become a celebrity, they just come out like this because you get them boosted. Mm-hmm. So you could try and hide them, but it's not gonna it's it's not gonna be hidden to yourself anyway. And I also see spiritual uh, teachers or influencers that also uh, come into this, and it happens to them too. Even though they like myself, I was spiritually aware. I wanted to be humble. I wanted to not have my ego take over, but it just happened anyway. And I see this happening to a lot of people. Um, I'm very grateful that I had this opportunity to actually study what goes on at a pretty uh, mature age and uh, having some consciousness uh, in my personal development. So now that I can build it up slowly and be be, uh, mindful every time we take a step it's also every it's like everybody knows is every time we take a step for example develop more spiritual abilities we start feeling so powerful Mm. and we're like whoa i can do this i can do this i always dreamt about it this is so amazing and other people like wow this is crazy and this is amazing um, and are drawn to it and then we can also it's like we're always tested in a way uh, mm-hmm. and we can study ourselves. Oh, now I'm beginning to become a bit, not just uh, naturally happy and, and uh, you know, excited about this, but also about a bit self-important or feeling a bit glamorous about having these abilities or uh, we, we all know it in some way. Maybe we feel very pretty and we feel very, uh, or we feel we're rich or, whatever it is that is exciting about us um, or we're clever. So we can feel this, there's always something to be learned about this balance. And um, I can feel that I can draw on this experience while Mm -hmm. I've been growing in, uh, in my business as a teacher now. So that's a natural thing, but People often maybe look up to you, trust you, uh, are drawn to something that you offer. That's a natural thing, uh, or else you wouldn't have any customers. Mm -hmm. Uh, So how do I react to this? And that's like a constant observing journey. And am I keeping the balance coming from within, living my purpose and not getting overly excited about who I could be perceived as Mm -hmm. for other people in their eyes who am I not getting too interested in that and not judging myself and that's really important I think Mm -hmm. not judging myself when this happens because it will happen and if I judge it I won't have the same access to study it so that's so why it's so important not to judge it and because we're just humans we're people we have an ego we have a lower self it's part of the whole thing so also just laughing about it being honest about it having conversations about it not taking it too heavily 
that the ego is having or the lower self is having a reaction. Mm. Those are parts of this. Well, I, and I love this. It's an exciting subject that you're bringing up. I haven't heard about it before, this the new sort of celebrity, but it makes a lot of sense. Yeah, it, it actually came up in a lot of my wealth healing work. And so when I started doing that, it, it's like the biggest question I kept getting asked was, what's the new earth version of this? What's the new earth version of this? What's the new earth version of this? So, I mean, naturally there's a new earth version of everything and it's the higher aspect. It's the, it's the soul. Like, okay, what's, if we're kind of looking at this from the soul's perspective, what would I see? And so I like to kind of play with perspective. Actually, since I was, uh, since I was in, when I went to school and I went to school for art, I became obsessed with painting people from different perspectives and like how people would see things from different perspectives. And so I was fascinated by like changing up perspective so I could understand the bigger picture, essentially. You know, I always think of, uh, you could think of a human as like a crystal with multiple facets. One, one facet doesn't invalidate another facet. They're just one part of the same structure different parts of the same structure. So, um, and so the way I kind of see it, it's like, that's the new earth too. Like it's sort of this, this multifaceted crystal that has all these different layers to it and these different components to it that might look similar to, cause like, I mean, we've got like the old earth, you've got the 40 earth and you've got the new earth and the new earth is the one that, you know, we want to be on track with, cause that's the that's like a, a celestial kind of earth or that's like the higher earth. That's the heart earth. That's the heart centered, heart connected earth. That's kind of what, you know, if we're talking about Atlantis, <laughs> not to go too deep or Lumeria, like that's essentially where we wanted to go. But, you know, it, it was like the mind took over for Atlantis and, and, and it kind of degraded. So now we can't kind of do this without the heart. We have to go with the heart consciousness with the heart and the mind like they have to be together so um it's the same with this new earth uh celebrity notion is like what's what's the higher form of this because if everything that teaches us to become more empowered amplifies all of the places where we're not empowered where we feel shame or we feel guilt or we feel judgment towards because we were judged as children we were judged in past lives or we judge ourselves or we judge others it's like all of that stuff just comes to the surface. So that naturally makes sense that that would happen, uh, you know, to somebody who's in that celebrity, old earth celebrity culture. Um, and, you know, do, do, you know, does somebody who's from that world necessarily have the tools to handle when their darkness comes up? Right. Like I think healers, uh, because that's what we have to do to become healers. We have to go through darkness. We understand this. And so I think that's why I a lot of intuitives and, and healers will end up becoming the newer celebrities because we won't be able to not look at our stuff. Like we will have to do that. And otherwise we will suffer and, and it will be difficult and, you know, um, we'll fall right like we'll fall from our own pedestals if we will until we realize that there is no pedestal <laughs> ultimately we're just emulate like we're just sharing light with people 
we're not better we're not worse we're we're like we're we're recognizing our own power and we're stepping into it and we're owning that but we're not better than someone else's journey or then and and so I think that's a part of maybe the education of what it means to be a newer celebrity it's like it's not about idolization because idolization is saying like somebody outside of me is better than me and knows better than me for me and it's not true and it's never true and so we can we can of course receive support and guidance and uh you know connect to teachers who can help us and to know ourselves better of course that's part of it for souls helping each other the divine in you and the divine in me work together in conjunction so that we can create new things right we have agreements to do this but like it's not like we're not better you know and and we're not worse either so it's it, we're just different we're just a different facet of the crystal <laughs> essentially right but it comes back to oneness i love the way you put it so inspiring yes we are and i love you make me think about uh, this new earth celebrity or just the new earth in general that these new times are not allowing us to stay on these pedestals as long yeah. as in back in the days uh, it's all about coming bringing out the authenticity and the real stuff and i think this new kind of leadership is because it is a kind of leadership it's coming from a deeper sense of purpose and all the time going deeper into purpose and yes. that's my journey also um so my purpose has been the same all the time i've always been driven by a purpose to to create transformation and supporting others and myself to come home to the authentic self i started out trying to do that or doing that through music and now i'm doing it so it's not about our jobs it's more about this purpose that we're driving it's more like a beingness and i think in this new earth celebrity if we're driven from and we keep we're constantly reminded about why am i doing this where where am i coming from what is this dri driving this journey so it's uh, my passion towards supporting myself and others to come home or whatever the passion is whatever the purpose is and i think when we're really in touch daily with our purpose we're not as prone to kind of go off track into the glamour of it all or what others might think of us and so on and that's also coming into the body embodiment is so much about staying here hmm. not being that that was my experience when i was in in this um, journey with the pop music i was i am i lost myself i was just in the same state of consciousness as i was meditating hours every day when i was 14 years old and i kind of just came out of the body just like you told about your journey i had the same experience i just got so spaced out yeah. And this is how I felt also kind of trying to travel into the minds of my fans and people around me. What do they think now? Am I okay? Am I pretty enough? Am I good enough? Are they judging me for my shoes, my my fashion? Is it good, bad, whatever? 
So I was so much out here outside myself that I was walking around. There was nobody in here. Mm. And that's what drove me into this embodiment journey because I realized, wow, it's all about coming home. If we're out here, we can't, it's not worth anything, not for my uh, followers. I'm not here anymore. I started out being in here and then I lost myself. So we need that foundation, the body. We need. It, I I always talk about it. It's like a building a house. Yeah. So we always want to start with the body. It's in that. Um, so it's starting, but the body is the foundation for the house. You can't build the house without the foundation, and the heart is the house. That's where this, where the spirit and the physical meets. And then there's a head opening up too. But in that, in that, uh, I don't know the word. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's like an all encompassing thing that just sort of, I feel like it all happens simultaneously. So it's like, it's like it all opens up at once. Like It's not like this opens first, then this, then this, then this. That's just like how the linear mind works. So everything yes. kind of does it it operates as one sort of component even though it's made up of many if that makes sense yes i i agree it's kind of like um it does open at the same time but my experience in uh practicing in the daily practice it's the foundation of coming into the body in my experience needs to come in first Yes. Without a foundation in the body, how can we get access to the heart? The heart is also in the body. It's it's in between. So I often see how we we the ones of us who are interested in spirituality, we start up here the higher chakras because we heard this is great for <laughs> opening up for the spiritual stuff. And then we oh there's something missing, we come down into the heart. But it's actually impossible to open the heart fully without the body because you're not going to feel safe we're not going to feel we don't have a foundation that makes us feel safe that's why it makes good sense to come into the body first when you're practicing and and that will kind of make it more possible to come into the heart and then when the body and the heart are coming you know feeling safe and settling down the the, the head often opens pretty automatically actually mm. because we feel safe here as humans but they're all connected as you said so often when we start opening to the body suddenly the spiritual abilities just start opening spontaneously also it's all interconnected anyway it's just a way of seeing it from a human perspective i guess yeah, I completely agree with you in that when you're in your body, your heart can be open because you're right. It really doesn't feel safe to open your your heart when you're not in your body. Like it's it's so unsafe because I think, you know, we've all had some kind of experience where we try to open our heart, then we get hurt. 
Um, but I also feel like there's a differentiation. I, I spoke to another healer about this and she talks about the higher heart versus the lower heart. The, the lower heart is sort of part of the sort of like the things that we're attached to and expectations. That's the, that's the human heart, right? That's the heart that where we connect to like other people, we have personal relationships, you know, um, you know, intimate relationships, things like that. Family relationships as well as in the lower heart, typically. Um, and then the higher heart is like the sort of connection to all of humanity and all of all of the souls on this planet, all of nature, everything, right? Spirit as well, obviously, as well as the the body wisdom like the cells holding all of the memories, cells holding all of the, the wisdom and all of the gifts and abilities to begin with. It's like, I think people have this idea that like the gifts come from somewhere up there, but it's actually, it's actually embedded in your cells from other lifetimes and, and they're gifts. So they can actually turn off if you're not using them appropriately. And I've had that experience. <laughs> and I think a lot of people had that experience actually because yeah. it's overwhelming it's overwhelming and we also have to be very like aware of you know why we're using them like am i using them to boost my own ego am i using them to feel better about myself or to feel special or to get approval or to be seen in a certain light by others or am i using it because the divine in me is asking me to open up and use this gift right now to help this other soul and this soul and me and the divine all have like an agreement that we would do this together and that's how I operate now and like everything goes consistently and stays consistent now that I operate that way as opposed to like you know oh I'm trying to show off or I'm trying to be seen like I want people to like me so I'm going to do this thing that looks like a sort of a trick or a sideshow kind of piece yeah. and it's no longer that because I don't identify that like I don't come from that place anymore so it's like you attract different kinds of energies when you come from that place of of embodiment and of um coming from like a higher place like the higher heart if you will um as opposed to like, I need my ego sort of fed here at this point, right? And of course, when you've got ego feeding kind of stuff, you're attracting ego feeding kind of people and energies that also want to feed their own ego. So no wonder celebrities in the old earth have such a hard time and interact with such, uh, you know, difficult people and, and have such difficult situations because they're all coming from the same energy. It's like this feeding ground of like low energy. So we can't do that in the new earth because we're not coming from that place in the new earth. In order to even be in the new earth, you have to be in your higher heart. You have to be embodied. You have to be connected to the high, to something greater than yourself on some level, whatever you call it, doesn't matter, but you have to have those components. Otherwise you'll fall out of the frequency of that new earth energy and you'll have to kind of get yourself back there. And that's sort of our process right now of like learning what it means to be and embody that higher energy and that higher uh, frequency and stay there without judging ourselves when we come out of it and giving ourselves a hard time. Like the more compassionate, like you said, the more kind and loving and compassionate we are with our like um, the parts of us that aren't up to speed yet, the faster we come back into you know, this awareness, like I am one with the divine and 
all those around me are one with the divine too. And I'm going to, I'm going to live in that energy and I'm going to move through and function that way, I guess, if that makes sense. Sorry, I'm going off track here, but I think it's important to share this with people because we can easily come back down into the 3D or the 4D. The 4D is not a nice place, by the way. Like that's like the AI. That's that's where there's a lot of um, sort of very distorted energies that appear one way, but are actually something else. And I've had to work through a lot of my own discernment on that. Like am I interacting with the 4D energy? And, just, and I'm not judging it. It's just that I want to know what I'm seeing. And so that observation that you spoke of earlier, very, very important to like observe ourselves and observe what we're experiencing without judgment. So. I love that piece. Thank you. Yeah. This has been an awesome conversation. What? I love it so much. Yes. And as we were speaking before this, conversation we were connecting on so many levels and on so many subjects and i love the way that we come from two completely different continents and lives and we have we have the same perspective on so many things but different words on it and hearing your words on these perspectives is so enlightening thank you so much Oh, thank you. I, I've been enjoying this conversation so much. I'd love to have another one at some point in the future if you're ever open to it. Um, there's so much information. And for me, it's really hard to like disseminate it because it's like, you know, I've got to write, I, I got a vision in 2015 that I have to write about 15, 14, 15 books on the new earth. Wow. And and I'm like, okay, like I started sharing stuff on social media, but like, it just goes over most people's heads and it's not good marketing material. <laughs> <laughs> it's too deep. <laughs> it's too deep. It's too much for most people. They let their, their heads explode or like, it just goes over their head completely. And they don't understand what I'm even saying. It's like, no, 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 this isn't the right audience for this. <laughs> like for people who are actively seeking this information. And there's very few people that I feel like I can, I can actually speak to about this who know and understand the embodiment piece. Because I've heard, I've, I've seen a lot of channelers who speak about things, but they're not embodied. And you can tell because there's a distinct separation between the, their human and the information that they're sharing. It's not that the information is bad. It's just that it's not embodied and you can kind of feel the distinction and the energy when you're really sensitive. And so... I, I really appreciate that you actually uh, see the value of the embodiment piece, you know, and it's, I'm, I'm actually going to be doing a masterclass on like embodiment and wealth. Like you can't be an embodied, um, you know, new earth service provider without embodying your root chakra and your wealth and all of the things that have to do with your survival. That can't be a problem for you anymore because you're not going to go very far. It's like, like you said, it's like trying to build a house without a solid foundation. It's like, like sticking stilts into sand and like, oh, let's hope that it doesn't blow over. Fingers <laughs> crossed. Yes, exactly. So, um, yeah, that's just a little bit I wanted to share with the audience that uh, if you guys are interested in coming to any of the master classes I host, um, definitely uh, hit me up and um, I'll put contact details in the show notes for this.
this as well. Um, and I want to also ask Annalie, would you like to share any last words and anything that you want to share with the audience in terms of where they can find you and um, seek out your support uh, and your courses and, and workshops and, and things that you teach? Yes, I'd love to. Thank you. Um, so if you you feel like this embodiment, so I'm we're we're both doing the embodiment thing. So I'm doing like these uh, online courses uh, with meditation embody. It's actually called the embodiment journey. These meditations training the awareness to come into the body, and uh, I've I've given given Christine a link for. For like trying one of these meditations this one that I put out is also about embodying, embodying the feminine divine feminine coming from beneath from the earth being really held so this is being able to open to our spirituality is all is first and foremost allowing ourselves to be held from beneath mm -hmm. so having this foundation so there's like this exercise in there and uh, and three more exercises for activating spiritual gifts also amazing so I know you will share this link we yes. talked about this and uh, and for everyone just to try this out beautiful mm. beautiful what a, that's such a beautiful gift so I'm I'm really happy I will put that in the link uh like in the show notes below and you guys anybody who wants to check out that link please do um, Annalie's got such a potent energy and such a healing energy that I think anything she creates is going to be super helpful to somebody who's seeking her and feels that draw. And if you feel the draw, I just wanted to say this, you think that like, you shouldn't be here. Maybe you don't know enough, or you're not spiritually evolved enough or whatever stories you have in your head that are going on, whatever judgments are coming up for you. I want, I want to just say you're safe and you're exactly where you're supposed to be. And if you are here and you're listening to this podcast and you feel drawn to Annalie's work and you want to connect with her, trust that because that's your heart talking to you. That's your spirit talking to you. And it might be quiet. It might not be loud. The ego is always louder. <laughs> the ego and the judgments and the things that you heard as a child, all of those voices in your head still, those will always be louder than your spirit. But like, if you focus on the spirit, you focus on the heart, you focus on your body's wisdom, you will uh, eventually find your way through that sort of chaos. And that is what you're here to do is to find your way through it so that you can see your own light and you can recognize that you are a light for others in the world too. And so, and that's how we embody our power. That's how we embody our authenticity. And that's how we embody ourselves as like full holistic complete humans having a spiritual experience so um I think Annalie if you've got other links I will definitely put them in the comments as in the show notes as well to make sure that if they want to work with you attend any of your classes um I think that would be so helpful for so many people and especially with your background uh you know Anybody, maybe if they are, they may be the worst celebrity at some point, or they want to become a celebrity. I think, you know, even just attending your classes and connecting to your energy would be helpful for those people because they might get a breakthrough and they might recognize like, okay, like I want to be on track with this. Like, I don't want to, 
go down the wrong track here. I want to, I want to stay on track and I want to stay in alignment with myself as I go through this process and this journey of embodying, you know, for what their version of the new earth celebrity might be. So, um, yeah, I think that we should end on that note, but I'm really, really grateful to your experience and your sharing and the stories and all of the things that you brought to this conversation. And I look forward to having another conversation in the future. So thank you. And um, yeah. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful for sharing this time with you and for you sharing this with your listeners. And I'm looking forward to sharing it with my my people also thank you so much oh you're welcome nice thank you start the weekend <laughs> yeah that's a good way to start the weekend amazing all right i'm gonna check out for the listeners thank you so much again for being here and uh we'll see you again on another episode of expanded conversations with healing words with christine talk to you all soon bye bye, bye.